All right, welcome to another podcast at Hunting Under Heaven. I'm your host, James Schultz, and today I want to start by just giving glory to God, just praising the Lord for His tender mercies to us. And I was really stopped this morning again. Uh, I get up uh, and watch the heavens above me and the stars that were out. It was uh, an early morning rise, and as I stood there magnifying the Lord and, and praising Him for for His goodness and His mercy and His grace to me, I was just looking at the stars and, and that scripture verse, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth His handiwork. And I was looking at the stars as we are told in the book of Genesis that He set the stars in the firmament of heaven and how they are set there and they are immovable as a stone, a diamond is set in a uh, ring uh, or a diamond is set in a gold um, uh, that encompasses it and it doesn't move, it, it sits there. And that's the same picture that we have of the stars being set in the firmament or that pounded out, that looking glass, that firm, solid, steadfast covering, that enclosure that God put above us. And a lot of people would like to explain that away. And it's interesting how we have uh, grown up in a society that explains away, hides truth, lies, deceives, manipulates the mind, and that somehow we're okay with that. And as I was standing there and morning after morning, as I get up and my feet stand in the same spot, which a lot of people in the inner cities and a lot of people um, in uh, places where there's a lot of smog and a lot of smoke and a lot of debris in the air, they don't have an ability to ever really look up and just uh, look at the glory of God in his handiwork of the heavens and his stars and how he set them there. They don't have any idea of the steadfastness and the uh, uh, immovability and the continued order that they are in. And I really have just over the years notice more and more of God's creation in everything and how steadfast and orderly it is and how important it is for um, men in their well-being in their life to have that steadfast order and discipline uh, upon them, around them, under their feet, in their family, in their health, in their spiritual growth. It is something that when we depart from, we become sick and weakly. We, we separate things uh, that God has in, intended for us, and we've really encompassed ourselves with uh, a man-made philosophies in every area. And I just want to challenge you today in an area of your mind uh, that maybe you are um, unbending in, maybe you're subjecting your reasoning towards, and people say, well, you're subjecting your reasoning towards Christ and his word. Well, because everything that he said is true. You sow something, you reap something that it came from. You, you sow to the flesh, you reap corruption. You reap what you sow. That's just a principle of Christ. That's just a principle of order. And so you, right at this point, because of mass and density, you get up in a, in a, a building and jump out of that building, you're going to fall to the ground because the mass of your body is heavier than that of the air. And so you break through that. There's just principles. It takes power to lift a plane off the ground and carry it in, in that force uh, uh, underneath its wings by uh, a projection of energy. So there's just certain things that we know and understand <clears throat> the laws of 
of man, the laws of government, the laws that God gave to man, you, you break those and they're all coming from the principle of God. You break those and you reap something. A lot of people don't understand it. You reap what you sow. So if you're full of murder and full of envy and full of uh, wickedness and vileness of heart, you're going to reap that. You're going to reap corruption. <clears throat> so I was staring at the stars in the heaven today. And as it as it applies to us, uh, we have to understand that there's certain things in our world that we've been so manipulated and lied to over the process of time that we took it as just that's the way it is. And I was told from the time I was a young man, and I've never really done a podcast on this or even thought about this, but I was told from a young man and I saw all the, <clears throat> the charts and the, the uh, strategizing by teachers and the, the chalkboards and the uh, science behind it and the way they were all set up and I saw all the planets and the stars here and the earth flying around this way and it's it's this big ball spinning around the sun that's fixed and on and on we go with this theory of and I didn't realize who Nicholas Copernicus was I didn't know that he was part of a Catholic institution of men I didn't know that he was trying to create something that others would approve of I didn't know all these things until I started researching and studying almost 19 years ago I believed all these things that they told us and I believed that the earth was this 66,000 miles an hour this huge globe spinning around in this chaos in this uh, around the sun and all these stars and all these things and these planets out there and I believed in asteroids and I believed in Star Wars to a certain degree and I saw that there was this mind game that they played of you know whether we even agreed with it or not it came into our mind that these little tentacles of the shadow these tentacles of darkness got stuck somewhere in our being of this extraterrestrial this space exploration this idea of on and on and on and on without you know we're gonna go to the stars and beyond we're gonna search all these planets we're gonna find life on Mars you know we're gonna do all these things when I just kind of grew up with the Hollywood pseudoscience mentality I didn't understand that it was a psychological warfare against humanity to continue to teach uh, Scientology and astrology and the rejection of God and Darwinism and evolutionism and all these things, atheism, there's no God, there's no this, there's no that, but they sold us in this idea from Nasa, Nasha, which means the deceiver in Hebrew, uh, when they, they sold us, and see if you look at uh, Nasa on their very emblem of their program of Nasa, which means Nasha, it is the vector, it's got the vector tongue, fork of tongue right on it. It's a deceptive tool. And you look at the word planet. Planet actually means wandering star. And you look at what Jude says about wandering stars, blasphemers, satans. These are things that are right before our very eyes, but we never understood it. And how am I how am I I'm gonna try to explain these things that you either were raised in a Luciferian system of, of darkness and lies that you believed and you gladly believed it, whether we like it or not, we actually did not even maybe admit to it, but we had the tentacles grown with our root in our person to actually accept it and literally accepting it as it is and going along with these things as they are we comply to that narrative and we've been to that narrative and many of us in this society have bent to a narrative and said reject god's word reject scripture without us even saying it we did it because we went along with a pseudoscience alistair crowley scientology based religious institution how do I say that? Well, look at NASA. Look at who the founding fathers of NASA were. Aleister Crowley, a satanic 
uh, occultic leader, filthy, most vile, vile human being, that man, uh, working with Walt Disney, who was a, a psychological warfare manipulator, uh, kids' movies, everything, uh, a perverter, occultic member, uh, Skull and Crossbones, uh, Star of Rimfan, Molak Ashtaroth member, loves that stuff. Then you look at Warner von Braun, uh, the, the scientist that, that creates all these things that goes along with them. Then um, L. Ron Hubbard, vile human being. And so you start looking at these individuals that created the pseudoscience, Church of Scientology um, views, and they put that upon humanity, and, and they work hand in hand with imagery, the, the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the hearts of the children of disobedience. Prince of the power of the air, meaning frequency God, meaning electromagnetic God, meaning medium, sorcery, witchcraft, necromancing God, okay, that produces views to humanity that gets in the eye, gets in the mind, gets in the body, and changes the result. So whether you like to admit it or not, you have been pseudoscience to the hilt. You've been psychologically warfare to the hilt. You can't even think outside of what you were told, what you saw, what you heard. And I'm going to tell you, parents, uh, churches, religious institutions of men that are void of the Holy Spirit have all gone down this whole this whorehouse, all gone down this road to the path of darkness, and they all believe a lie. They're all under delusion. What sets us free? If Christ shall make you free, then are ye free indeed. He's the way, the truth, and the life. He's the only one that was able to speak enough truth that they killed him for it. And, and you should look at Christ and what his words were because what he said continually was contrary to the worldview, the world system. And so when I get back to this view of standing on this platform of earth that I stood on this morning again and yesterday and the day before God's given me this platform to walk out, stand in the same spot and look at the stars in the heavens. Hey, the stars, the heavens, the glory of God, the heavens declare the glory of God, his doctrine, his truth, and the firmament shows his handiwork, order, obedience. The handiwork of God was the obedience of those things set in place immovable and they don't change and we as human beings are always looking at the movable the changeable the transient the delusions the deceptive the subtlety the seduction of humanity on screens and in visions of imagery boxes and in our hands we hold it and we worship the cult of imagery we worship the cult of satanic prince of the power of the air frequency we worship this because we spend our time there and we do not stand our feet on the ground and just look up at the star every morning in the same spot i want you to consider that the, i get up and i look out and there it is hmm same spot i was told by nicholas copernicus that it goes round and round and it's this chaos and i was told by these men these darwinists that it's chaos and randomness and it's not solid it's not fixed it's not steadfast i was told by the fork of tongue of the vector to look at hollywood look at the space exploration look at uh, uh spielberg's movies of continual changing and weirdness and an asteroid may come in look at uh, evolution that it we just evolved in this process of time and you know how dumb this is I was looking at a star fruit and its creation, how beautiful it is. And they say that that evolved from this thing and this thing and this thing. And we came from this ape out of this amoeba and this slime pit and through this big bang that they call it and on and on and on it goes. And that we're supposed to getting smarter and better and bigger and stronger. Uh, 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 uh. It's a rejection of God's word. And it's absolutely a travesty to truth. It's lie after lie after lie. And so we got to go back to what is obvious. Oh man, 
I was told that we're spinning around the sun and that the sun is moved uh, steadfast. I was told from the time I was a young man that this whole thing, universus or universe, as some would say, one body of words, uh, and this cosmos meaning creating something beautiful out of that which is chaotic, the worship of that going on today in the Scientology or this quote unquote uh, Christ consciousness movement that's going on, it's a different Christ. It's not the true Christ. It's a different Christ. Be aware of this, oh, children of men. Be aware that there's a fork of tongue speaking lie after lie continually to make you in this state of delusion and despair and giving up. And it's a wearing out of the saints. It's constant lies to wear you out to the point where you don't even know where to go for truth. Well, after the study of nine years and some people say, oh, so you believe in the flat earth or, oh, you believe in this. And I, no, I believe in the word of God. And I'm going to just challenge you with something today that I want you to be challenged on. I'm not going to try to tell you and sell you on something that I literally um, have 1000% proof on other than the scriptures, but I'm going to tell you where you will come. You've come to a point in your life where you actually do not believe God's word. You actually do not steadfastly hold to the doctrines of Christ. And I can prove it because the tentacle of the shadow and the darkness is in you to create you to question God's word. And so the wicked one is always about questioning God's word, hath God said that you shall be like this? Oh, you're not gonna die, you're gonna be as gods, Eve, Adam. Oh, doth Job fear God for nothing? Come on, Job, you know, come on. Um, Jesus, if you'll do these things, I'll do this. I'll give you the kingdoms of the world. Uh, you know, jump off the t pinnacle of the temple and your angels have charge over you. You, you won't fall, come on. Just if, 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 but, 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 question, question, question. You're being uh, trained to question God's word in its subtlest form. And so when through the years and process of pseudoscience, Scientology, Nasha, the deceiver, NASA's view, uh, Hollywood's dingdom, the, the filth of the witch's wand, and understand the witch's wand is the Hollywood, the branch. And, and Hollywood is based in the city of fallen angels. It's a representation of the fallen ones that basically broke the covenant of, of their celestial, rejected God's word, went a whoring after other things, uh, took unto themselves wives and we have a, uh, of men and they defiled themselves. They left the celestial for that which is temporal. And there's judgment on them. And then Jesus even says himself, and you could go back, that hell was created for the devil and his fallen angels and those disobedient ones. That's, that's where it is. You must understand that in this fallen age, in this world of depravity and this corruption under the Adamic sin nature of choosing that which is wrong, if man had a free will, it's in bondage to sin. It chooses that which is wrong. The only way a man can get out of that bondage of the will and that, that he calls free, but is in fact free to die, it's in fact free to will against God. It's not made subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. The free will of man that is touted today is a dead will. It's a depraved will, and it does not choose life and righteousness. Men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. That's Jesus's words. Men, by their nature and their will, is in bondage. It's not free. It's in bondage. So when people talk about the free will or I will of man, it's in bondage to sin. It needs the will of God to go and do a mediatorial work to them and remove that dead will and put his will to be obedient unto the Father in them by the power of the Holy Spirit. That's in its simplicity. So you start looking at what we choose and what we want and what we have. We're in bondage to a corrupt nature. 
we're addicted to pseudoscience. We're addicted to the astrology of men. We're addicted to NASA's view. We're addicted to lies in the fork of tongue. That's what man by his nature is. The Bible says, the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, their foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, for they are spiritually discerned. So you cannot get this basis of truth when you're in a fallen nature, a depraved nature. You must needs have the work of the Holy Spirit to come upon you to teach you light. And if you are coming to the light of Christ, praise God. If you're coming away from pseudoscience and NASA's view and Hollywood's uh, uh, deception, and you're coming away from darkness and you're moving your feet away from these things by the conviction of the Holy Spirit, praise God. If you're starting to be brought to light, praise God. This is rejoice worthy. We have a rejoicing that God is moving you away from darkness. He's right now, this big separation in the world is happening between light and darkness, between the tares and the wheat, between the sheep and the goats, between the righteous and the unrighteous, between truth and error. We're seeing this right before our very eyes. The midnight hour is upon this earth and judgment has come. Now, now listen to this. The Bible says this in Joshua chapter 10. This is some of the things I started looking at uh, about the concept of what I was told by Nicholas Copernicus, what I was told by the theories of evolution and the theories of pseudoscience and the theories of NASA and the theories of Walt Disney's world and what is shown on television, the lust of the eye, the lust of the eye, the lust of the eye, what is continually pushed before us. I started questioning these things and this is where I realized that either I have to hold to the word of God and let God be true and every man a liar and the rest of the systems of men, no matter how great ingrained it is in your heart, it's a lie. Everything is a lie that they told us. Let God be true and every man a liar. I want you to really calibrate this in your head and in your heart. So when I get outside and I stand on this terra firma, this earth, and I look at the heaven, I don't feel the earth spinning 66,000 miles an hour. I'm going to just tell you that. And I don't see a, a cataclysmic chaos of things randomly going around and around flying all over the place. I don't see, uh, like they show in some of those NASA documentaries, of this massive, huge uh, disruption and uh, chaos and dust and debris and lights in this cosmic and then they point this little asterisk arrow and say, you are here. And they that somehow you try to put earth in that chasm of infinity that they call it, uh, where it's randomness and disorder and chaos. And somehow we're flying around the sun and they, they, they like to put the sun as the fixed center of quote unquote that universes. And how is it that we are all trained in this ideology of universe? The worship of the universe, the one body of words, or this cosmic, and yet we send all of our children to the university, and we learn these more ideologies and more atheism and more pseudoscience and more doctrines of the dead and more cemetery mentality, and we produce this over and over, generation after generation, and we teach children and people to actually listen to languages that cause more slavery listen to the frequencies that cause more death, take more medications that cause more disruption, create more ideologies that cause more sickness, 
get, take us away from the garden, away from God's word, away from truth, and put more and more of the influence of the dead in us. And when we're all out of harmony and we're all disrupted and we all sick and die and the cancer rates grow and children are whacked in the head and psychological warfare and problems go on and we need psychiatric counseling and drugs and all these things and we act, act like everything's good and all right, I, I call baloney on it. I was going to say BS or dumb, but I'll use this. It's, it's garbage. And, and when I stood there and I look up at the star and it's in the same spot every morning, beautiful order. And I look at the moon and its cycle, 14 parts, like a woman in the month to come to its fullness. The sun has seven parts in its strength. And every time the sun and the moon are in the same sky at 11, 10 o'clock for a couple days a month, the moon is receiving her energy back. The sun is becoming weaker in his strength. And so month by month, a woman is made strong towards the fullness and weak towards the dark moon. A man is made strong while she's becoming weak and he's becoming weak while she's becoming strong and the tides are affected. And we see this pattern every month and individuals do not even consider or calibrate that this is affecting the man and the woman, the man and the woman month by month, year by year. She, the moon, man, the sun. This is, this. If you, if you didn't ever study the luminaries in the book of Enoch, then you don't understand this. And then um, information is hid from you. And yet I get out there and I stand on my feet and I look at this star, look to my left east, the sun's coming. Every morning it's coming into its perspective. And then it's going over towards the west and it's going out of our perspective. And I look over and there's that star again. And then there's that one right there. And then the moon. And it's in its cycle. She's depleting right now. She's coming into that dark period. And then as she comes into her fullness, the sun's giving her the strength. And we see this month by month. And it is the same face on the moon every month. The same face on the full moon. And these, these things that we were told by Nicholas Copernicus. And then that we tried to have Sir Isaac Newton. And we tried to have Galileo say, I'm going to write the physics of this. And the physics, the mathematics of it, 50 years after Copernicus is going to write all the physics of it. And he's going to try to make this math, 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 uh, mathematical. And he's trying, going to give it to us and sell it. And, and yet you have all these uh, delusions coming and you have Sir Isaac Newton talking about gravity and then you have Einstein arguing him and saying gravity it's debt it's mass and density and then he he's arguing against that person saying uh-uh you haven't proved anything and 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 so in my earlier studies I found all these things and now even on in research and internet research a lot of these things are pulled they don't want you to know the closer we come to truth the more delusions and lies and hiding the truth they do I say this to a society right now, be careful, O society, the closer we come to unmasking the wickedness and lies and deception of the wicked prince of the power of the air, the more he's tending to make a major reset. Wars, destruction, chaos, get their mind off of it, burn buildings down, cause anarchy, cause sickness and disease, create a big pandemic, blow something up with a nuke. Let's reset society so that they're more worried about dying and death and they take their eyes off the actual wicked and the darkness than they do put it on truth. We don't want, the wicked one does not want you awake. He does not want you going uh, to the word of God. He does not want you seeking truth in Christ's word. He does not want you to go there. He wants you to die the death and, and retain your soul. What you have been drinking is a cup and bottle of lies. What you have been addicted to is not addiction to the ministry of grace and truth and freedom in Christ, but it's an addiction to the cell phone and imagery and the, the frequencies of the dead and food of the dead and poisoned water and poison ideas. 
This is what he's wanting. Take you out of the garden. Why did God put man in a garden from the beginning? And I want you to consider this today. If you consider that Christ died and was buried and rose again and met Mary, where did she, she thought he was the gardener. What, what does Christ always do? And he's tending the plants. It's all about God's garden. We are the Eden of God within us. He's made us that paradise. When he dwells there, there is a paradise. It is paradise where God dwells. And so when you stand outside and you look at the heavens and you de they declare the glory of God and the firmament show with his handiwork, look at the word rakia, what firmament actually means in Hebrews. Study that. Uh, we are in an enclosure that God made for us according to scripture. The things that Nicholas Copernicus said are lies. The whole ideology is one big pseudoscience lie that Hollywood has pushed upon you from their pulpits of the dead. I want you to understand this. It's a different concept and I've, I've been on this for years and I've literally not ever spoken about my, my understanding of what I believe the truth is according to scripture, but what the scriptures say are in direct opposition to the way men teach out of their schools of idolatry. How is it that they reject God's word and yet want you to believe Nicholas Copernicus and his theory, Galileo and his theory, Sir Isaac Newton and his theory, they want you to believe Darwin and his theory, the devolution theory of, of, of the wicked one, reject God and believe the, what you can see and what you can hear and what you can taste. Why does the Bible teach us the just shall live by faith? That is what you don't see, but you understand is true. What you can't hear with an audible tongue, but what you believe in a spiritual ear. What you can't touch with physical hands, but you can dwell and eat and drink of Christ in a spiritual manner. See, this is the opposition that they don't want you to come to and God is pulling you out of and putting you into the truth and the light of Christ. So when you come unto Christ, more true spiritual truth is revealed to where we come into the fullness and the stature of the man Christ Jesus, to where we do have that understanding of the mind of God within us to even get more truth. You know, this platform that I'm on, I don't reach that many. I wish I could reach more. And, and someday the Lord maybe will help me get that. But I am trying to show you that the way you went is contrary to Scripture. Let's prove it. Well, how do I know that it's contrary to Scripture? Well, I do understand that what I see every morning in terms of what is above me and around me is in opposition to man's theories and uh, the ideology of pseudoscience and NASA and Scientology. How do I know that? Because the Bible says, yeah, and let's just read when... Uh, Joshua in uh, chapter 10 is fighting the enemies of God. Uh, the Bible says in verse 11, and it came to pass as the enemies fled from before Israel and they were going down to Beth Horon that the Lord cast down great stones from heaven upon them unto Azekah and they died. They were more which died with hailstones than that which with the children of Israel slew with the sword. Then, now listen to this. This is a servant of the most high God. This is Joshua, the captain of the host of God. Then spake Joshua to the Lord, unbelievable that he would have a conversation to speak directly to the Lord. Can you not consider that this is very important for you? In prayer and communication to the Most High God, we have a direct access through the intercessory work of Christ to go before the throne. And here's what Joshua says to the Lord. In the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the children of Israel. And he said in the sight of Israel, wow, okay, I'm going to defy I want you to understand this. I'm going to defy Nicholas Copernicus's theory of the sun being stationary and steadfast 
and immovable. See, that's what Luciferian wants. They want the sun god, Zoroaster, Molech, Ashtaroth, Baal, that worship of the sun or the sun fire god that they love to burn their children in the sacrifice in Tophet in the Valley of the Sons of Hinnom. You can do your own research on that in the scripture of what that actually meant. Uh, the star of their god, Rimphan, or the tabernacle of Moloch in uh, Stephen's defense in Acts chapter 7. Read that. That is what the children of Israel, or the Jews, finally came to. Those that are not Jews true spiritually, they are Jews according to the flesh, but they are not true Jews. They are the synagogue of Satan. And that's why Jesus said, you have your father, the devil. He was talking to the Sanhedrin about that, that that's what they had done. And they, they have brought upon them this theory, this philosophy of the son being fixed and steadfast and to be worshiped as God. But we understand that Peter declared that our God is a consuming fire and there's none like unto him. The rest of them are fabrications, and this is what men by nature worship, and that's what the whole vector, the whole Illuminati, the all-seeing eye, Ammon, Amalek, meaning the all-seeing eye of doubt and disrespect and lawlessness. You have to understand these things. These, are, these words are very important to the children of God today, and if you do not understand it, then you have no vision. You have no clear vision. People without vision perish. Uh, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So true vision is spiritual vision, not dead, dark vision of uh, the uh, natural man. So J Joshua speaks unto the Lord that day, and this is what he says. This is after nine years of researching certain things, the Lord kept bringing this to my mind, and it contradicts. That's why I had to let God be true and every man a liar and believe the word of God and believe the teaching of Joshua here and believe what God actually spoke through him and to him and why he said this, and I reject all Nicol Nicholas Copernicus's theory. I reject all of NASA's theory concerning the way the earth is, the formation of the earth. I reject all of their theory concerning the stars and the moons and these planets and all the things that they say. I think it's pseudoscience lies and I believe they have all addicted themselves to the vector's tongue and are liars. Here's why. Because the Bible says here that Joshua said to the Lord when he delivered the Amorites, verse 12, he said in the sight of Israel, so Israel meaning the house of God, and, and Joshua said it in the sight of the house of God, and I'll say in the sight of the house of God that I hold to and stand with the words of Joshua rather than all the bunk and the lies that you've been told today. Here's what he said. He said in the sight of Israel, son, S-U-N, stand thou still upon Gibeon. Hmm, that means the sun was in motion, not like Nicholas Copernicus said. The sun was in motion. It was moving. Son, stand thou still upon Gibeon. And thou moon, the lesser light, in the valley of Ajalon. Hmm. We do understand that in the scriptures, Josh, uh, Joseph called his mom and dad the sun and the moon and his 11 brothers and sisters the stars, or 11 brothers the stars. There's a picture also spiritually that I will not tap into right now, but I want you to understand that that was in Joel's prophet as well. Joel said that the sun and the moon fell, or it turned darkness and the moon into blood and the stars quit their shining. Do you understand what I'm saying? There's a spiritual picture there that we can deal with later, but right now he's talking about the sun and he asked the Lord for the sun to stop. Stand thou still. Meaning it was going, it was moving, it was in its circuit. It was going around this uh, circle of the earth. Doesn't mean that it has to be, like they say, this ball. It was in motion around the earth, which I believe the earth to be steadfast, solid, fixed, 
It's a plain, it is, water is level. I, I truly believe this. I, I'm sorry that we have been all um, propagandized by a carnal spirit of Lucifer, uh, Luciferianism. Stand thou still upon Gibeon. This is where I rested the scriptures and believe the scriptures rather than the lies of men. Because I believe the entire system is one big lie of Lucifer. He's a liar and the father of it. And he, we were all born into a system of dead lying tongues. And we're still dealing with it today. I don't care how... See, you can prop up a lot of false uh, belief with a lot of money. You can reject truth and continue to pre uh, preach lies just like the fake news is doing today. Lie after lie. Well, look what he says here. Son, stand thou still upon Gibeon and thou moon in the valley of Ajalon. Excuse me. Now listen to this. Verse 13 is very important. And the sun stood still. It obeyed because the Lord hearkened to the voice of the man. The sun stood still, meaning that it is in opposition to what Nicholas Copernicus says, that it's fixed and everything else revolves around it. Lie after lie after lie. And the sun stood still and the moon stayed until the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies. Is not this written in the book of Jasher? Well, right there, Joshua's making that a canonized uh, uh, scripture. He's referring to the book of Jasher, meaning the book of the upright, that I believe was uh, written by uh, Caleb's son. I, if I'm, you can correct me if I'm wrong on that. I'm, I'm not going to hold to that exactly, but I, I think it was uh, the lieutenant of the army there. Caleb's son wrote it. But the sun stayed still, the moon stayed still, even as it, he says, is not this written in the book of Jasher? Maybe you ought to grab the book of Jasher and read Jasher or get it on audio and listen to it. Because uh, it's used also in Samuel, twice, two witnesses. And a lot of times, uh, I wonder sometimes uh, how great the warfare has been in um, um, watering down what we do have by the enemy. Yet, nevertheless, the Lord is steadfast to keep his word and to preserve it. And I'm very thankful for it. Let's not continue to allow watering down of uh, versions and perversions and reverse visions. That's what I call them today. The sun stood still and the moon stayed until the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies. Is not this written in the book of Jasher? So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven. Wow. That pretty much discounts all of the theories of dead, corrupt, false science. So he, he says, and there was no day like that. Wow, the sun stood still and the moon stayed. So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven and hasted not to go down about a whole day. And when you look at perspective, it looks like it's going down from just little peons on this earth, little ants looking at it, going in its circuit away, just like everything gets shorter in distance. Okay? So, it, so the sun stood still in the midst of heaven and did not go down about a whole day. That's about a 24-hour period of time. And there was no day like that before it or after it that the Lord hearkened unto the voice of a man, for the Lord fought for Israel. Wow. See, the Lord is always fighting our battles. He's always giving us, and, and I want you to understand this today, the Lord is always giving us sufficient truth in his word to fight the battles that are around us. If you don't, you may say, I totally reject that. You're an absolute fool. Okay, 
That's fine. In the process of time, the Lord can fight your battle for you that you are dealing with in an uphill uh, uh, battle right now. Because whether you like to admit it or not, you have literally been born into a system of idolatry and lie and luciferianism from birth. And sadly, your parents, if they were not strong believers, they were born into the same thing. And sadly, the grandparents before them, and sadly, those before them. And we go all the way back to the very dysfunctional family of Adam and Eve that believed a lie and were cast out of the garden and outside of the grace of God through the righteousness of Christ. He brought forth salvation to our hearts and true spiritual understanding to our minds and eyes. He's the one that has done this. And that's why we keep focusing back on Christ. The first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last man, Adam, Christ, is, was made a quickening spirit, meaning living relationship and reconciliation with the Father. No longer are we hid in darkness on this Luciferian world and all the uh, power structure of men and their corruption. We can see with our own eyes spiritually the things that God established in the heavens above us, the stars uh, uh, in the firmament, the earth beneath our feet, the plants, how they grow. And we understand spiritually that God made all these things for the spiritual blessing and physical blessing and uh, the blessing of the soul and marriages with his people and for his people. This is what he's done for us. So what I'm trying to get to you to see today is, yes, this may be a struggle for you to say, and one of the hardest things is to admit that we were all deluded and lied to. To admit that and, and laugh and mock and scoff at first at certain things that are brought to your attention. Oh, you whacked out conspiracy theorists. You're going to see in the process in time, you mockers and scoffers and blasphemers, that in the process of the time, Christ's truth will prevail. And it's all in his word. And sadly, the reason you scoff and mock and blaspheme is because you love darkness more than light and because you love the lying fork and tongue of Lucifer more than you love the words of truth. Why did they kill Christ? Because he spoke the words of truth. Why did they hate him? Because they hated him without a cause, because he had no iniquity and sin within him. And to come unto that and to be removed from the dark pattern of men is a beautiful testimony and it's a beautiful work of Christ to come to the garden of God. You want to become an Eden? Christ has to dwell in you. You want to be part of the paradise of God? Christ must be that paradise in you. He said, I will walk with them and dwell with them and I shall be their God and they shall be my people. Every man's not going to have to teach his neighbor for the least to the greatest. They shall know me. Why? By the power of the Spirit. That's what we pray for our friends, countrymen, family members, loved ones, even our enemies, that Christ would do a work in their heart to bring them from death unto life, to bring them from darkness to light, to bring them from outside of the border of the Lord into the covenant of Christ and his righteousness. Uh, how dim are we? How dumb are we? Well, we were born into it. We thought that we, we saw it with our eyes, so it had to be real. Well, the difference between those that walk by faith and not by sight, that's the big difference, to believe in that which is unbelievable to believe that in that which is car contrary to the flesh of man, to, to look at Christ as all-knowing and all-seeing and everywhere at once versus what we see with our eyes around us and say, oh, well, obviously television is true. Well, if you would just for a minute take a deep breath, a deep, big breath, and look at what God created around you, not what men say evolved, but what God created around you and the eye, and the flesh, and the machine of man, and the animals, and the plants, and the beauty of all these wonderful things. To see that, you would immediately start really looking at going, wow, there is a divine creator that hath made all things perfect and in order, 
even through the chaos of sin that the fallen angels brought upon mankind to destroy them from belief of the truth and to destroy them from blessings and prosperity and to destroy them from the way, the truth, and the life, to destroy them and make fun of them and kill them from the tree of the paradise of God, the knowledge, the tree of life that is in Christ Jesus, and then to trick them with the knowledge of good and evil, which is literally for unlawful carnal knowledge, sin. It's against God. And to say that men by nature, they hate it. They hate God. And to to draw you back onto reconciliation with the Father. This is what I'm trying to do today. I'm trying to point you. Look at some of the obvious. You may not believe in certain theories and may mock and laugh at flat earth and this, that, and the other thing. And you may mock and laugh at it and believe Nicholas Copernicus and pseudoscience and Nasha and the deceiver. And you might believe in uh, their big telescope, Lucifer. And you might say, we can see uh, the, the stars of heaven. And we I worship astrology and I love the cult of Darwinism. And I love the cult of evolutionism and blah, 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 blah. Well, you can do all that and still miss the point that Christ made all things by the word of his power and he made it for your benefit and he made it for his glory I implore you to at least see what your belief system is either you do believe in the word of God you do believe and defend that what was spoken by Joshua there is true or you have been under the deception of a system of darkness and that's what you hold to you either hold to the word of god truly and reject all of man's ways or you hold to man's ways truly and reject all of god's ways um you can't serve god and mammon you can't serve light and darkness you can't be joined to um what how can christ and belial walk together what concord hath christ and belial And so you're in your spirit and in your heart right now, you have to come to some terms of what is your addiction imagery or the word of God? What is your belief system? God's word and and him being true and every man a liar or you believe in man's philosophy. You, You understand they continually do this. They erode mankind continually. And so I'm trying to build in you an idea to just look at Joshua chapter 10. Wow, compare that with other things. It's mind-blowing. It's a different platform. It's a different view. And so I want to encourage you as a family of God and maybe those on the other side that don't believe this. Maybe it's just a challenge and say, you're out of your mind, James. Well, okay. I, I spent pretty much my whole life believing something else, believing a lie. And I don't want to do that anymore. I want to look at, at this and say, whatsoever is it, and hear me on this. This is what I'm going to conclude with today. Whatsoever is popular great in the eyes of men is doesn't say an abomination it says is presently abomination in the sight of God let me say that again whatsoever is great and popular and normal and everybody loves it whatever is great in the eyes of men is abomination in the sight of God So I want you to consider that today at Hunting Under Heaven. Consider your life before uh, your countrymen, your friends, family, of what you actually believe. Do you actually believe God's word or do you kind of believe parts of it? Well, kind of believing parts of it is not all in. It's all out. There's no gray area. You are either all of Christ or none of his. 
Come unto Christ today. Today's the day of salvation. Time is far spent. We are living in the last moments. The, the clock is ticking. Midnight hour is upon us, and that door will be shut quickly. Make sure that you are spreading the word and the truth of God's uh, word by his grace to every person you can. Uh, I'm trying to use this platform to be a blessing. I pray this uh, podcast at Hunting Under Heaven is a blessing. If it has blessed you or challenged you, maybe you don't agree, maybe you do agree, uh, don't count my words as always the, the way and the truth. They're Christ's words. Go back to the Word of God and, and pick apart what is said. You can pick it apart. I'm just trying to bring a challenge to your heart and life today. Uh, to For me to live as Christ and to die as gain, as Paul said. And uh, that's our... That is our duty and our goal and our warfare today against such carnality and such evil. You do a little study on Aleister Crowley. Do a little study on L. Ron Hubbard. Do a little study on Walty Boy Disney, that we're all satanic, occultic members of a wicked, deplorable system of the Illuminated Ones, of the all-seeing eye worshipers of Amalek and doubt and hatred and carnality and the Satans, uh, which is opposing God completely, being rebellious. That's who they serve. Uh, either you serve Christ Jesus or you serve them. Or you're a servant unto the wicked one. So uh, be the light today. Set your a light on a, uh, not under a bushel, but on that, that hill, that city, that blessing church of the living and true God. And let it shine unto all. And love without uh, partiality. Uh, pray without ceasing. So at Hunting Under Heaven, I am going to uh, leave grace and peace and blessings to you today. Uh, May the name of our Lord Jesus Christ be praised. Aloha, everyone.